Mondays with Mackenzie on Sober Gratitude. Did somebody say Mackenzie? Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. We're so glad you're here. Happy Monday. We're so happy you're here. How are you? I am really good. I, I wasn't asking you. I was asking oh. answers. <laughs> <laughs> Yourself and self, Mackenzie. Oh, you Did are. you learn anything this summer? Oh, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I do. That, that is the question I wanted to ask you. <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah, now you can. <laughs> no, but at first I just wanted to ask you, the listeners, that did your summer look like you thought it would look? And was it what you hoped for? Yeah, it's, I can't believe we're at the end of summer. I feel like we just mm -hmm. started this series introducing the summer series I know. and it's August 30th. It's crazy. Schools started in our town. It's mm -hmm. this happens. This happens every year though. I feel like faster, we're, faster. but even faster yeah. sober because life is so awesome now yeah. that light time just flies. Yeah. It's for me, my days are filled with, you know, service work and of course like working with others, but also for me, the plot of my life is my family, my husband and my son. So you know, I'm always trying to see where I can be helpful. And for me, I think I grew a lot this summer with that in particular. Yeah. So, so we got my answer out of the question, out of the way. Yeah. And we can move on to you, Mackenzie. <laughs> How was your, I'm really asking you now. <laughs> I know you're looking at me. <laughs> I'm up. Yeah. Yeah. Did your summer look like you thought it would? Did it look like I thought it would? Yes and no. I had a couple trips planned that I went on. So those were, you know, I knew those were going to happen, but which I'll, I'll get to. Um, but, you know, I never know what to expect. You know, like I is that the dog? <laughs> He's snoring. She's snoring. <laughs> I guess we're so relaxed. We're just um, <laughs> so did it go how I expected it to? I mean, besides you know the couple trips I had planned, I kind of just rolled with it. Um, I think the main. I wonder if the listeners can hear me. I think my dog is finally sober. Oh, she's so it. calm she and relaxed. It. She's Hi. like, she's reached emotional sobriety. Oh, oh did she do that? Yeah, she got mad at me. Yeah. She's like, let me snore. Um, I think the common, if I had to sum up my summer briefly, I think it would be being present and being, 
useful, being of service to everyone around me, not just people in sobriety and our program, but my family. I had to show up for my family in pretty big ways this summer. Um, and I was so grateful that I got that opportunity. And that's what my journey, my sobriety, that's, that's what, like you said, that's the plot. And that's what I've learned. I've learned how to be a useful, sober, kind, not selfish member of the world. And I felt that this summer. I really did. I felt very present and very aligned with what I believe God's will is for me. And I don't do it perfectly, but I really tried to stay out of my own way. And in turn, I had an amazing summer. I um, got to, I was fortunate enough to be in California for four weeks, which wasn't even the original plan, not to be out there that long, but um, I'm grateful I it happened exactly as it should have. And really grateful that I had that time off and I was able to do that because I, I don't take it for granted, that trip. It was incredible. I got to spend a lot of time with family in San Diego that I don't get to see too often. And, um, you know, being a teacher, it's, it's hard to travel during the school year, especially with COVID that really impacted the last couple of years. But I got to spend a lot of time with my grandma out there and and a couple uncles, my one uncle I'm really close with, my cousin, and just being really present with them was amazing. And also on that trip, which you were part of, <laughs> we got to meet face-to-face -face and touch <laughs> so many of our friends and our community and our fellowship that have impacted us in changed our lives profound yeah indescribable ways which i'm still trying to come up with the words to explain that experience what that was like and it's hard to it's hard we haven't even yeah. fully debriefed on that yet no. because but it's like a knowing i think we just, just know. a knowing yeah and i have to say while you're sharing i was i was paying attention, but I did have a thought that jumped into yeah. my head about the question, was your summer what you expected? And then I was like, wait a minute, in our program of recovery, we kind of learn how to live one day at a time. So like to kind of, to have expectations can be dangerous. Oh yeah. And limiting. Very limiting. Yeah. So I think I, I think the both of us went into this summer excited about like this series yeah. and the things that we had planned, but we truly had no idea what would come about. Right. Like we knew what our plans were, but with each second that passes, it's like, we, we can't know. Like we can't, to have expectations 
and desi design the stage as we think it should look for the summer right. is actually, it, it's, uh, it sets us up for disappointment. Right. So I guess I should take that question back. Right. No, it's, <laughs> but it's a great one, but you're, you're right. It's, and I think that's something speaking for you. Like I do sometimes that we have gotten better at not having, I mean, we're humans. <laughs> we're going to have expectations to an extent, but I know this year in particular, I've experienced lots of growth and Part of that growth is really letting go as best as I can expectations. And not only is it setting me up for disappointment, like you said, but it's really limiting because when I do that, I end up selling myself short, mm -hmm. really short. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, I don't know what's best for me or not that I can't make my own decisions, but you know, we've, we've touched on this this summer. It's, um, I really try to live my life aligned with what I feel my higher power thinks it should look like. And in turn, I've become free. And I really practiced that this summer. Kind of like we have a friend who says he, he makes his plans every day in pencil. And um, yeah, I love that. It. At first, I was like, oh, I use a Sharpie. <laughs> but like half kidding. And I did for a very long time use a Sharpie. Yeah, you did. But I don't anymore. I don't even want to. No. I don't even I don't want e to. I don't either. Um, and yeah, so. It's like also helpful in that I'm less afraid of the coming day or the coming week or the coming plane ride out to California, yeah. the coming meeting or new, new people or <clears throat> dropping my son off at college, you know, like I'm not afraid. Cause I'm like every, I know that before I do anything, I trust that my higher power who I choose to call God is already there yeah. and taking care of the situation. Yeah. And it's all in like how I respond and you've, you've brought this up a number of times in the summer series and it's how are we reacting? Are we like how, like we choose, we can choose how we react to situations. Yeah. We have an effect. We do have an effect yeah. on people and situations. Right. And another thing which we were just talking about right before we jumped on here is how we respond to, to fear and how we're humans. Fear happens just because we get sober. We've said a million times, it doesn't mean life stops and it just becomes easy and everyone does what we want and we have no fear, no anxiety. It's all rainbows and butterflies and it's perfect. That is not the case, although Sometimes I feel because I'm so happy it is like that. But fear happens. I still, and I will always get in fear. That's common. That's normal. 
But the difference today is I don't respond in fear. We were just talking about something that happened over the weekend that, and I got in fear and I didn't even judge it because I'm like, of course I'm going to be in fear over this particular instance. And, but I didn't respond in fear. I didn't, my response was loving and not fear-based and that's growth and that is how I want to live. Not, it's not going to be like the elimination of fear anymore now that I'm sober. And I think that's something, an important, I think that's an important topic or an important thing to talk about is, you know, we get sober and it's, it's not like you're never going to be afraid. It's just, how do you respond to that? And I lived so many years, even in sobriety, all my decisions were fear-based. Um, all my actions were results, a result of fear or how others would think of me or if I'm going to be uncomfortable. And, and I really, really try. I really try to not do that anymore. And when I, when I do respond, not in fear, in a loving way that I believe God would want me to, it is like the best feeling in the world. It is freedom. And I experienced that a lot this summer. I experienced being able to pause and acknowledge I'm in fear and not judge it and not say, oh, you can't be in fear. You're X amount of years sober. The person who did this, they, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So to not judge the fear and then to take, to really tap into my higher power and do what I think he should have me do. Because right? he doesn't want you to be in fear. No. I That makes sense to me because I, I can identify with not judging fear. I... I think I've grown this summer with not judging my sadness. Yeah. And I used, I, I think I've gotten better. Oh, I think you've gotten better. <laughs> Cause I yeah. used to judge myself that if I ever got sad, it was oh, my depression must be my depression. What the heck? But you know what? I'm, I'm learning how to be just regular old sad and not falling into a deep, dark pit. And that deep, dark pit occurs when I'm judging myself. And when I'm, when I'm like, I, and saying, this is, this is the kind of putting myself in that victim role of, oh, I was cursed with depression. And mm -hmm. so I'm sad. And I, whenever I'm, I get sad, I just fall into this hole and I'm in this and, and I want to take people down with me. And that, I realized like, no, there's things in life that happen that are legitimately sad, like dropping my son off at college. But the freedom has come from no longer judging my emotions. Yeah. Yes. So I actually don't cry like I used to right. anymore. Like it's not like a self-pitying cry. No. It's a, oh, and I'm, 
having the goosebumps right now. So yeah, like I, and it's brought my husband and I closer together. Like there's so many things that have happened just from that. Yeah. Just from acknowledging. Yes. Yeah. And you've, I've loved watching you change this way this summer because um, this weekend you, you dropped your son off at school and you would say, I'm sad. And just acknowledging that so much freedom comes with it. And like you said, it, it's almost like you're sad for less amount of time and, and it's not yes. coming out sideways, like how sometimes our emotions can yeah. like, and I identify a lot with the, when you say the sadness and how you would always go back to your depression because I've always had anxiety. So I, when I get in fear, I do the same thing. Like, Oh, it's my anxiety. It's no, it's just fear. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure my anxiety plays, I know it plays a part in my life, but sometimes it's just regular old, (laughs) not exciting, boring fear, you know? And Mm -hmm. that's, Mm -hmm. um, so I get, I understand. I really get that. And it, so it's just freeing. It's so freeing. To not judge, like what we were just saying. I got in fear yesterday and I was like, I admitted, I'm like, I am in fear. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) that's a new one. I usually pretend like I'm not. Right. And then I act like a total bitch or I get Mm -hmm. psycho. Like Mm -hmm. my fear can manifest in some brutal ways for people around me and acknowledging when I'm in fear, when I'm sad or when I'm, my feelings are hurt or, you know, any human emotion, it helps it not come out sideways. And in turn, I'm not hurting anyone. Right. That makes total sense to me. And, you know, I, I celebrated a sober anniversary this summer and I can't believe we didn't talk well, about this yet well because it's not important because what it's i'm really gonna say well what's important is now and this is the kind of wanted to wrap it up by using this as an example that i think about not the number anymore it's just like what what have i done in the days in between each year to grow like you and I have grown. And I, that, that, that to me is so important that I just continue that journey that I, I learned a lot about myself this summer. Well, I don't know if I learned, I think I knew a lot about myself this summer, but I was in situations where I could learn how to get out of self and be more honest and transparent because if I'm not, then I'm, I am, like you said, harming others and myself. And that's what happens. Like I know the summer series, we talked a lot about like early sobriety and like just the ability, the obsession to drink. Like that's so far gone from my my everyday life, that thought, 
the thought of drinking. So now it's just, how do I keep evolving as a human? Mm. And this that's the gift we get in long-term sobriety. So because we had so much fun doing the summer series and Mackenzie and I just like to hang out and talk about <laughs> this stuff all the time together, <laughs> we want to continue um, meeting on Mondays with you all. And we're not quite sure what it's going to look like yet, but we want to start a fall series. And um, if you have any thoughts or suggestions that <clears throat> you'd like to hear more about that you didn't get to hear about this summer, you know where to find us. Mm -hmm. Silvergratitudes at gmail.com or Mackenzie, do you want to tell people where they can reach you? Oh, yeah. Um, on Instagram, <clears throat> uh, Mackenzie, M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E underscore K-I-E-S-E-L, Mackenzie underscore Kiesel. Or you can always email me at Kiesel, my last name, K-I-E-S-E-L dot Mackenzie. M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E at gmail.com. There's multiple ways of spelling. <clears throat> Mackenzie, and I'm not even going to have you, like, pretend that you know how to spell my last name. So, And you can always go, like, sober underscore gratitudes underscore podcast <laughs> on Instagram, and then you'll you find a and link. And then you'll find. You'll find yeah. Mackenzie's link to her Instagram account and then all the information to, to connect to her. So, <clears throat> I don't know. How does that sound? I am so excited about the fall series and not gonna lie as we're talking about not having expectations <laughs> we literally i don't even know if we recorded our first episode for the summer series and i'm like can we do this in the fall yeah you did <laughs> i don't even think we had started it so we're really excited about it uh we're very passionate about talking about recovery just talking about sobriety and helping others and sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you all. Hopefully you can identify with us. I know when I first came in to sobriety and entered my program of recovery, I wasn't exactly sure if I was an alcoholic and listening to people's stories and their shares is what really helped me identify uh, with others. So for me, it's really helpful to hear people share, you know, and not so much like the actual situations, but the feelings that come with it. And so we hope that this helps, even if it's just one person out there, you can identify and know that we're waiting for you and, and you have such a, incredible life, sober life, waiting for you too. And that sobriety and recovery doesn't have to be hard. No. It doesn't have to be a struggle. Um, if it was, I wouldn't be here because when I came in, I was so badly beaten down that I didn't have another battle left in me. So it's not 
It doesn't have to be a battle. No. No. It's freedom. It's freedom. Having alcoholism is not a battle. It's not. It's quite the opposite. It is. Yeah. And I, for what it's worth, for me, the reason why I love podcasting and doing this bonus series now with you, Mackenzie, is that I want, I truly just want to give hope to people that life is so much better on the other side of addiction. And then on top of that, life is so much better when we have an incredible like psychic change in sobriety. And I feel so good. Like I used to feel so uncomfortable in my skin, mm-hmm. even in sobriety. Mm-hmm. And now that I don't, I just want, I want everyone to feel the way I do. Oh yeah. Like I'm not lying when I say that I am, I feel so different about so many things now than I did before. And so the bottom line is this is for you, the listeners and anyone that you think might appreciate what's happening on Sober Gratitude's podcast. So I guess we'll wrap it up and (laughs) until the fall. Until the fall, which is like here. It's here. (laughs) But we hope to hear from you guys. We want to yeah, let us know if there's yeah. anything specific you want to hear from yeah. us about. We'd love that. Yeah. So reach out. We want to hear from you. And you're not alone. And thank you to everyone who supported us this summer. Yeah. Thank you HJ3. so much. Oh, yeah. We love Shout you guys. Shout out to all of our... our uh, Long-time listeners, <laughs> <laughs> we um, appreciate the support and the love. Yeah. And so. from our families, too. And All right. There you have it. So we hope you guys have an amazing day if it just got started. For us, it's kind of in the middle of the afternoon, <laughs> so we're closer to the end of the day. So um, we love you all so much. And... Thank you so much for listening to us this summer. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Well, that's a wrap on this episode of our summer series, Mondays with... Mondays with Mackenzie, right? On summer. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a wrap on this episode of our summer series, Mondays with Mackenzie on Sober Gratitudes. We are so glad you joined us today. Staying sober not only in the summertime, but all year round is absolutely possible. We hope to carry that message. Sobriety doesn't have to be hard. Just reach out for help. We're here for you and we hope to see you next time.